Behind the Shades. I would bet we all have someone that is suffering in silence. Absolutely. Right? And mm-hmm. I want to unpack a few things that you said because you highlighted some key points and some key ages. And I want to go back to, you said 16. Mm-hmm. You were experiencing what you're feeling. And then you decided to take that bottle, break it and make your first attempt. At 22, mm-hmm. you have a child now. And then that was your second attempt. And then in 2000, Almost, it came this close to succeeding. That close. Yeah. That and close then, to succeeding. And then your third attempt was 2019. And the reason why I want to highlight those three dates and those three ages is that in our teens, very confusing time for a lot of us, right? Our bodies are changing. Our minds right. are changing. We are trying to figure and, out and our place in the, the world. The world is changing now. And, and it's like, hmm. you know, you have to try and transverse this transition that you're going through when you're a teenager. And you know, our parents can only teach us what they know. I come from a generation where my parents didn't talk about this, but because their parents didn't talk about it. I'm the first in my family to openly say, hey, I have a mental illness. And I wish I did it earlier because I had a cousin who died by suicide. And you know what, maybe if I started talking about how I felt and talking about my mental health, he might be here still, but, but I can't sit there and put that blame on me. I, I have to you know, realize that it was a moment in time. He didn't have a mental illness. He just had a bad day. And it's not a bad life. It's just a bad day. And he's not here to see the rest of those days. Yeah. And then, and, and that's the thing, like we always feel that we could have done more, but at that point in time, you weren't equipped to do more. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then 2019, that's a big year for many, many people in this world, because that was the last year where we had our old life. And then 2020, Mm -hmm. 2021, 2022, we have a different version of what we knew life was And I'm pretty sure, based on the numbers, at least in Canada, that there was many people who attempted and there's many people who succeeded. Absolutely. When you look back on your life in 2019, how different is it then versus today? Totally different. It is 100% different, both personally and in the world. You know, personally... I, I went through the first five months of the year with things that triggered me, you know, and, and they might seem mundane to some, but my husband and I celebrated our 25th wedding anniversary in January of that year. In February, I went to a conference and I overwhelmed myself. I ended up staying one day too long and my, my, my mental health just crashed after that. And then one, my niece had a little baby girl in March and my other niece, well, my nephew, his girlfriend had another baby girl. And you would think that that would be happy times. I lost the baby girl. So it affected me. And then at the end of April, 
very dear friends of mine passed away. And for me, that was just the last straw. So it was the beginning of May that I ended up, you know, going through this and, and saying, I just can't take it anymore. It's too much. So what, after that, it's like, okay, now I have to get this therapy and now I'm working with therapists and now I'm getting medication. And now I'm still sitting here saying to myself, you're not, why are you bothering? You're not good enough. Your life doesn't matter. What, what makes you think that, you know, things are going to get any better. And from there, after all my friends really surrounded me because I had, I told them what was going on. I actually had to open up and say, Hey, I need help. It was a huge thing because I couldn't be alone. I wasn't allowed to drive. I had to go to another conference. It was only a weekend long, but my husband was a director for this conference. And I had an international president of the organization that was going to be sitting right next to me the whole time. So I went to my friends and I said, you know what? This is what happened. I need help during this conference. And they were all so supportive. That was the amazing thing is how supportive everybody was when they found out what I went through because they had no idea. Because I would walk into a room and I would feel like this before I walked into the room and I'd walk, open the door and I'd say, hey, everybody, how are you? I'm here. <laughs> Nobody knew at all. And, and they were just so shocked when I told them what happened. So I relied on those people keeping in touch and, but I still was very negative towards myself. And around December is when I decided that I need to take a break and work on me and fix me. I mean, we hadn't even heard about COVID by then. And starting in January of 2020, I committed myself to isolating myself for three months so that I could work on me, to teach myself how to meditate, how to, how to use affirmations, how to journal, how to use aromatherapy to lift my mood. I've even used crystal energy healing. I, I've gone through the gamut of trying everything. And I can honestly say everything has worked to a certain extent. So never rule anything out. But mid-March came around and now I'm locked up for the rest of the year. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I've just spent the last three months learning how to do this and let's put it to the test. And I did. And I worked some more, but it's an ongoing thing. It's not something that you can work on and then stop. It's a, a daily occurrence. I've, I've just myself gone through a, a little bit of a low in my, in my mental health. And I stopped journaling. I stopped meditating. I stopped doing all my planning. I stopped working. I, I work for myself. So I stopped working and now I'm behind, but that's okay. Um, but I realized that, Hey, wait, I, I got to go back to doing all these things because that's, what's going to help me keep all the momentum up and keep up my mental health. So it, it's a constant work in progress. And I still constantly think about suicide just about every day, but I'm able to manage it right now. And the days that I'm not, I have a great support system and I love it. 